everybody. Welcome to Down to Date, the podcast where we bring two complete strangers into a podcast studio and see if it's a match made in podcast heaven. But alas, guys, you may ask, it is quarantine time, social distancing. How do we get two people together when you actually can't physically get them together in a podcast studio? Well, we're actually trying something a little bit different for today's episode. We are going to be doing a video chat virtual date. So we're using Zoom. We're going to bring both of our contestants out. And we're going to see how it goes. Can you find a connection via virtual video chat? So we have two contestants in the waiting room right now, Kyle and Alex. Without further ado, let's introduce them to Down to Date. I am so excited. You guys are like the first virtual date we've ever done on Down to Date. Oh, yeah. It's the first virtual date I've ever had. Really? Kyle, have you had a virtual date before? This is my first. It's an exciting time. Really, so the down-to-date people dating because of all this quarantine, quarantining we're going through and social separation. We have a couple dogs in the house too, which I love. Pistachios trotting around. Alex, what's your dog's name? This is Dobie. Dobie. Hey, Dobie. He's, he's from Mexico. Oh, he's a little cutie pie. Did you find yeah. him in Mexico? Yeah. That's cool. A little senor. <laughs> well, guys, welcome to uh, our first virtual down to date. So um, we're going to see if you guys are a match made in podcast heaven. You guys ready? Yeah, so ready. Bring it yep. on. Okay, so for the first section, what we do is something called story time, just to get all the surface level stuff out of the way. So Alex, you're going to have one minute to tell your entire life story in as much detail as possible. I know, the pressure is real. <laughs> Wait, like my entire life? Okay. Yes, your entire life. I have one minute on the timer. On your mark, get set, go. Okay. I was born in Winnipeg. Um, I've got two brothers and one sister. We grew up on like a farm just outside of Winnipeg, so I was always around animals. Um, I traveled a lot after high school. I lived in Australia. I lived in a van. I lived in Thailand. Um, I run a dog rescue. Uh, I lived in Mexico for a little while. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I'm a terrible athlete. Uh, apparently, I can't clap on cue. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else. I do real estate for work. Um, yeah. Is that a minute? How much oh, longer do I got there? Seconds 20 seconds? Pretty thoroughly um, impressed. I love the ocean. Um, I love to swim. I love hiking. What else about my life story? Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry, am I hurting you? Um, I love dogs, obviously. Uh-huh. I don't know what else to say about my life story. Hey, you know what? That'll suffice. I feel like you filled so much in within that. Did I get it? Okay. Hey, okay. <laughs> A plus. All right, Kyle, are you okay, ready? Your entire life story in one minute. Your mark, get set, go. Okay, so I grew up in the same hometown that Kendall grew up in, in Santa Clarita. And uh, we went to the same high school. I swam in uh, high school and a little bit of college, and I always was in bands, so I was like playing guitar. I had long hair down here. I thought it was really cool. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, so I was just a lot of swimming. Oh, I love surfing. Surfing is like a big part of my life. Um, me and my dad, like, we try to go as much as we can. Um, I went to UC Santa Barbara for school, and then after Santa Barbara, I uh, did like a little Europe trip with friends. I love Europe. I've been to Thailand too. I love Thailand. I didn't get to live in any of those places, but they're really cool. And uh, I want to travel more and I want to see more stuff. Um, 
after college, I was like, what am I going to do? And so I love music. And so I just interned a lot. And now I produce music for work. And it's a lot of fun. And I get to be creative every day. And yeah. Awesome. My gosh, that was perfectly a minute. I can't believe you did that. It was like. <laughs> she, she warned me, I have a script. Exactly. So that's a <laughs> yeah, he's like looking at bullet points as he's going. Yeah, he's much yeah. better at the whole timing thing than I am. <laughs> right. So surface level stuff out of the way. Um, next is actually one of my favorite parts of the podcast. Um, this is the jar of questions no one wants to bring up on a first date. So oh. in this jar are questions about babies, religion, death all this stuff. So this is the jar to be feared. I'm gonna pick a question out of here and um, Alex, you're gonna be answering this question. Okay. Normally I'd have you guys pick it out, but you know, social distancing. <laughs> have you ever stolen anything? <gasps> yeah. What'd you steal? Oh my God, I, it's horrible. Okay, in probably like grade five or six though, we used, because there was like a 7-Eleven right across from my school. And my I've got a brother that's a year older and a brother that's a year younger. And they used to just like torture me in school. And we, I don't know why this even happened, but basically I had to steal a hot dog from 7-Eleven. And I did. How did you steal what? a hot dog from 7-Eleven? That's so difficult. Because to I like, they had like their, this station where you could make your own hot dog. And I just like made it. And then I put it in my sweater and I took it. That's I felt so bad and I didn't even eat hot dogs. Okay. So <laughs> I felt bad enough about that. And then obviously, cause I went to that 7-Eleven all the time to get Slurpees and stuff. And I would like always try to pay like a little extra for my Slurpee and she'd give me my change. And I'm like, <laughs> like trying to make up, make up for the hot dog money that I stole. Oh my God. All right, Kyle, have you ever stolen anything? Um, uh, I stole this little Batman action figure from my neighbor when I was like seven. <laughs> that was, I, mean, I don't know what else I stole though. How'd you steal it? I don't even remember. I just remember I, I really liked it. So I was like, I'm just going to put this in my pocket. And then I felt bad. And then next time I was like, I brought it back though. I brought it back and I put it back where I found it. Like, <laughs> Batman action figure. All right, I'm going to take another one out of the jar. All right, second question. Alex, you're gonna answer this first. What do you want okay. your epitaph to be? What do I want my what? Your epitaph. So basically, when you die, in the newspaper, it's like how people remember you and people's last wishes to you. What do you want yours to say? Oh, it's really sad. Um, the jar is sad. The jar is very sad. <laughs> I don't like this jar. <laughs> um, Oh my gosh, I never even thought about what it would say when I die. Um, probably nothing about the hot dog thing, but um, I guess just maybe about like my love for dogs and about the rescue and um, the travel that I've done and hopefully that I'm a nice person. <laughs> I don't know. What do people write about in obituaries? That's sad. I feel like people write about how that person impacted their life. Hope, no. Well, I mean, dogs can't write. I'm not really like That's much. Paw print. I, I feel like I spend more time with dogs than I do with people, but hopefully the people that adopted dogs from our rescue would write good things about how I gave them their lovely dogs. We have a bunch of, a bunch of little blurbs about how you've rescued so many little lives. 
so many dogs. How about you? How about you, Kyle? What would yours be? Um, that's such a, you're, it's such a hard question. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, it's probably just like I was like loving, and the people around me know that. And I don't know. <laughs> yes, I've never. Thought I like Kyle. He was very loving. Kyle was loving. That is all. <laughs> That's it. Was <laughs> nothing more, nothing less. Loving. Exactly. Right. One, Perfect. More, one more of these. I like these. Okay. Okay. Alex, what irrational fear do you have? Oh, this is so embarrassing. Okay, I am like super, super afraid of cotton balls. What? Cotton balls? Like those little cotton balls that you put like <gasps> Why? <laughs> like makeup pads are fine if they're flat, but the actual, like even talking about it makes me want to throw up. The ones that you pull out of like medicine bottles. <sighs> Wait, what? <laughs> so, I have no idea. Why, why? Is it just like the consistency of them? <laughs> I don't know. But my brothers would like, because I've been afraid of them since I was little. I don't know what it was. I don't know what happened to me with cotton balls. But they, I would wake up and they would have like cotton balls all over my bed. And my brother, like my older brother, will literally still send me packages. And it'll be like in a beautiful little box or whatever. And I'll open it, it'll just be a thing of cotton balls. I'm like, ugh. That is so yeah. crazy. I mean, but it's a, it's a real phobia. It has a name, I think. I'm also afraid of planets. But that's not as irrational, I don't think. It's so spherical. Planets. Kyle, what irrational fear do you have? I'm afraid of cats. I love dogs, but my sisters always had cats, and one of them had seven claws. And I was always, I was like, this thing is not right. And I was always, <laughs> I mean, I like cats. My mom has like two Maine Coons, and they're really nice and they're huge, but generally, you know, cats and yeah. I aren't best friends. Have they, ever, have they ever attacked you? Have you ever been attacked by a cat? Oh yeah, like my older brother, or he's my stepbrother, but my older stepbrother Chris would always like throw cats on me as a kid, and then the cat would like, yeah. See this like the cotton balls. Yeah. See, they're mean. People take your fears and they're they're mean about it. I know, right? I see you're drinking wine. That's smart. I'm just drinking water. Oh, Y'all are smart. <laughs> we should all have to. We can all cheers with our cheers. Cheers. And I felt like I needed wine for this. I don't know why. I was I was I nervous. I was gonna do wine too, but I'm sure people are gonna judge me. All right, so oh. after the chart, <laughs> no, I'm not judging you. I'm not jealous of you now. I wish I could. <laughs> All right, so we went through the scary jar. Um, now we're going to go through game time. So usually okay. with game time, I have a spinning wheel of games, and you spin it, and you figure out what game it is. But because we cannot be spinning a wheel right now, um, I'm actually going to be doing a debate. So this is a quarantine-themed debate. And the question is, is it acceptable to binge watch 10 episodes of a TV show in one day? Let that sink in. All right, Alex, since you shook your head, I'm going to say you don't think it's acceptable. Oh, I mean, I feel like 10's a lot. That's 10 hours. And Kyle, you need to defend that it is acceptable. OK, so Alex. Even, wait, even if I don't agree? Yeah, even if you don't agree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so Alex, why do you think it's not acceptable to binge watch 10 episodes of a season in one day? Because I feel like I'm awake for like 10 hours. So that would be like literally waking up from my sleep and then just lying in bed or on the couch all day and watching TV. That's very crumb-like, I feel like. All right, Kyle, why do you feel like it is acceptable? 
I agree. No. <laughs> um, okay, why? Maybe, uh, maybe you were up for like 48 hours before and you're really tired and you just need a day to chill and regroup. And maybe why it's only 20 minute episode. 48 hours, Kyle. Cause <laughs> like you were traveling, there was like a 16 hour flight delay and then you had to stay overnight at the airport and you're like, oh, the only thing I want is to go home and watch 10 episodes. And it could be a 22 minute series. So it's only about four hours. Is that four hours? Okay. okay. Well, Alex, how come that's not acceptable? Well, with what he said, I feel like it's more acceptable. Like if they're 22 minute episodes and you traveled <laughs> for 48 hours. Sure. Derek, say you're wavering. What? Are you supporting his side? <laughs> I'm supporting his facts about like the idea because I don't think he would actually watch ten. Would you watch ten hours of a of an episode? No, I couldn't. Yeah, I would get bored. Rose, it's riveting. Oh. Pardon? What if it? What if it's a riveting episode? It's like Game of Thrones, and you really want to find out what happens. I've never seen Game of Thrones. I'm not really a big TV person. I don't have a TV. Really? Okay. All right. Well, I have a second debate question we're going to be going over. Um, okay. Okay. Second debate question is, is it safe to get on a plane right now? Alex, you're going to say yes because you're the traveler. Kyle, you're going to say no, it's not safe to go on a plane right now. Kyle, why is it not safe to go on a plane right now? I think, I think it's safe, but um, <laughs> why it's not safe? Because <laughs> um, there's probably less people. It's <laughs> right, probably like long. the safest time to... Um, why it's not safe because there's a pandemic and we need to protect our elderly and people at risk. Alex, how do you, how do you, uh, rebuttal that? Okay. Um, I guess that probably those people aren't traveling the old people. Um, <laughs> but I don't think it's that safe to fly. This is hard. Yeah, I um, if I, I should have switched both of you guys. <laughs> yeah, we're just, we agree on everything. I don't know what you want from us. Um, if it, like, if I was going to travel, I would just make sure that I was doing it properly. I guess, like, wearing a mask and gloves. And, I mean, I just drove to Calgary, so I guess that's kind of traveling. Um, but we just, like, we made sure we took care of, like, all the risk factors, I guess. Kyle, you guys both seem to agree, seem to agree with this one. I have a question. It doesn't have to. Y'all are so tan. I look so white compared to y'all. I'm so tanned, honestly. It's, I'm in Canada. Like, how am I tanned? <laughs> I'm the color of my walls. I woke up for like an hour today and it just like, I've got that skin that just sort of absorbs the sun. Yeah, my, I feel it's because I'm Norwegian. Oh, Norwegian. and maybe it's because I'm Polish. That's true. I don't know what it is, but sorry, Kyle. It could also be because you're in front of a bright window. Hey, that's what I'm, I'm told literally. Me my window is right here. I'm like in the in the lighting that makes you look like you are in the sun. It's beautiful lighting. I will say, and I love thank your you. background, by the way. Oh, All right, thank you. Third, yeah. third and final debate third. question is: Is it okay to start drinking before two p.m.? And I'm going to say, Alex, you're going to say yes because you have wine. Kyle, you're yeah. not okay to drink before 2 p.m. Alex, why is it okay to drink before 2 p.m.? I, I think it depends where you are. Like on vacation, yes. I think it's weird if you don't drink before 2 p.m. when you're like in Mexico by the pool. And, and in quarantine, I, honestly, it's just kind of sad if you can't. Yeah. Alcohol is, a, alcohol is a part of quarantine life. 
Kyle, it really why is. Why do you think yeah. it's not okay to drink before 2 p.m.? Why, why it's not okay? Yeah. Um, like if you're at work and you're working on <laughs> and you can't, why, I don't know. You know, Evan, Evan drinks at work. I know a lot of people who drink at work. But if you're like a doctor. If you're a doctor, yeah, you can mess up. It'll impair your skills. Totally. You're doing something. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like, it's a, it's dependent, like what, what you're doing, I guess. Hmm. So. I need riveting debates, people. You guys are not competitive. Can we? <laughs> okay, I'm actually the least competitive person in the world. I was playing Jenga with my sister and my brother-in-law, and I was like, guys, it doesn't really matter who wins. Like, we're just having fun. They're like, you're so annoying. Like, I've never been competitive, ever. It drives my whole family insane. Oh, my, my family would never let me win at any games. That yeah, same, but it didn't bother me. I'd be like, well, we're all kind of winners because we get to play together and it's just fun. And they're like, you're so annoying. It's not fun for us when you it's don't a, care if you lose. It's a positive <laughs> outlook. I like that. You know, yeah. at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, these are all quarantined aimed questions. And it's, I feel like, I feel like, yes, I drink, I, I drink before too. So I'm somewhat biased on that one. Yeah. I think in quarantine, everything is kind of acceptable. Yeah, there's no rules in quarantine anymore. Like, it took me, it took a lot out of me to put on jeans for this. I was like, yeah, do I are wearing jeans? jeans? Here's a question. <laughs> are jeans acceptable in quarantine? And Alex, I don't think so. You don't think I think no. But I, my friend told me to put them on because I, I FaceTimed her first, and I was like, can you see my sweatpants? She's like, yeah, put on some jeans. I'm like, fuck. Kyle, are you, wearing, are you wearing sweatpants or jeans? I'm one worse. I'm wearing sweatshorts. Sweatshorts. Yeah. That's not wearing <laughs> <laughs> What? I'm wearing I, I saw yours when you got up. I was like, you can't see it. It looks like you're just wearing like a cute black top and then I see like red sweatshorts. They're very stretchy. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right. I was like struggling. On that note, we're going to take a little bit of a break. When we come back, we are going to be getting into the interview questions. So uh, stay with us. All right, everybody, welcome back to Down to Date, our first date via video chat. So I'm really excited. We have Alex and Kyle here with us. And now we're going to be going into the interview portion of the program. So for the interview, we usually have you guys interviewing each other. But we're going to be having our producer put up questions on the screen sharing app. And you guys are going to be answering the questions. So uh, you're going to alternate on who answers the questions first. And you both have to answer the question that is um, shown on the screen. But what you guys don't know is I'm going to be turning off my camera and my audio during this time, and you guys are gonna be left by yourselves. How okay. intimidating. Okay. All right. Okay. I have fun. Bye. Do we wanna go first? What's happening? Oh. Which of your scars, okay, do, do you want me to go first or you to go first? You can go. Which of your scars has the best, oh, I have a horrible scar on my stomach from Thailand. Um, I thought I was swimming with a turtle and it was a rock and it like gashed my stomach open and I have a really bad scar on it now. How, how long is it? Is it like a long one or is it? It's like this big. Mine is, uh, I was in Hawaii. And I was at, I were like jumping off cliffs and I was like, oh, I'm going to do a flip. And I need myself in the eye and I like Ooh. cut my eye <laughs> and I had to get my eye glued in Hawaii. 
Oh. It was fun. I've got an eye scar too, I think, right here under my eyebrow. Okay, okay. if you were the dictator, go ahead. Of a small island nation, what sort of crazy dictator stuff would you do? <laughs> do I go first on okay. this one? Yeah, you go first. I need a minute to think about this. Okay. I would make everyone have their own home garden so we could all share vegetables. That's pretty smart. Okay, I would make everybody have a street dog. Oh, okay. Like to keep as a pet, obviously. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do we have to do more? More things for the Next enemy? question. Oh, okay. Wow, what was your favorite was toy your as a kid? Favorite, as a kid? <sighs> my favorite toy as a kid was probably my Wee Wobble. What's that? What's a Wee Wobble? You never had a Wee Wobble? It's like the little, um, kind of like a scooter slash skateboard, but you just like wobble a lot, but you never fall off. Yeah? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have to see it. Uh, mine was probably, uh, if we're going in that route, mine was probably my Razor. My little razor scooter. Okay. Yeah. But you could probably fall off that, right? Wee wobbles were very stable, even though the name would suggest otherwise, but Okay. I'm about it. Right? Okay, next. Let's see. All right. What mystical creature would you want to become? Um, okay, you go first, because I honestly have never really watched movies with creatures. I don't really know what a yeah. mystical creature would be. Do you know what the like what would define as a mystical creature, like like or like what, like no, is that like, like I Luke? had I had a, an imaginary monster friend when I was little. I don't know if that would be a mystical creature. Was your monster friend nice or mean? He was bad, rotten. When I was naughty, I would blame things on him. Could you see him, or was he more like a presence that you felt? I feel like I could see him. Like I could draw you a picture of what he looked like, but nobody else could see him. I need to see a picture. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, he's pretty cute. But I don't know if that would be a mystical creature. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, no, I've never watched you, right? any of those movies. Yeah, I don't even, I don't know. Maybe like, uh, I just watched Pirates of the Caribbean because I was so bored. So maybe like uh, the, the squid guy. The, oh, okay. Like, just chill in yeah. the, chill in the, I don't know. Maybe Next okay, question. then I would be like one of those evil mermaids. Oh, that would be cool to be a mermaid. Right? I to might be, a mermaid? be a mermaid. That'd be cool. Okay, okay we're both mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your first kiss. My first kiss. Oh, Daniel Neal. My first kiss. I had braces. I think he had braces too. Honestly, it was awful. <laughs> it was at a school dance. I think I was in grades seven or eight and if if i remember no i remember okay savage garden was playing truly madly deeply do we kiss but it was like a closed mouth kiss it's very romantic i like that my my first kiss was i was in preschool i was at oh preschool okay (laughs) i was in grade eight (laughs) but like it was but like some some girl ran up to me and like kissed me and then ran away I didn't even know oh. who she was, and I never saw her again, but that was wow, my first Wow, that's so romantic, yeah. yeah. I knew she was the one, the one that got away, you know? The one that got away, <laughs> damn her. <laughs> uh, do you have any family traditions? Do I have any family traditions? 
Mm, honestly, not really. I don't have a very traditional family. Like my half my family's in Winnipeg, half is in Vancouver. Like we're big on birthday celebrations and stuff, mainly mine. I'm big on birthday celebrations, but not really. Like we don't really no. I wish we did. I wish we were like that family that did weird family traditions, but just not that family. I feel that. Yeah. I, uh, um, just holidays, holidays and birthdays, I guess, but nothing like a, every Sunday we do this or stuff or stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. when I have like my family, I think that's, that's something that I'd want to do. Yeah. That's cute. When you get older, would you rather have the mind or the body of a 25-year-old? How old are we talking, though? Because I feel like I'm already kind of old. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. 60. 60. Hmm. Can I have both? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'd rather have the mind of a 25-year-old. As much as I would like, like to look like I'm 25 and I'm 60, I feel like I'd rather be like young at heart still. <sighs> I like that. I, I would yeah. probably go body, but just because when I was 25, I was such an idiot and I wouldn't want to revert back to 25. That year old <laughs> I'm not far off. I think but, body know. in the sense that I'd want to be able to do all the things that a 25 year old can do, but like the mind that of like still having fun and like not being like a cranky old person. Yeah, like my mom uh, used to do a lot of like fitness stuff, like triathlons. Okay. Wasn't, wasn't yeah. Like running in place. <laughs> so. so you did a lot of fitness running in place here. Yeah, yeah she did a lot of that. And and so she, the older she's gotten, you know, like from years of doing that, her body's kind of broken down, and she's like, "All I want is to be able to feel young again." <laughs> so I guess I'm kind of basing off that. Just too. wants to run on the spot, you know? Yeah, exactly. Perfect. All right, everybody. Those are the questions. You guys did great. You even though I was there. <laughs> you were there? <laughs> no. All right. So normally what we do after all of this is uh, we have people say if they're down to date, but we're in a time right now when you can't really go on dates. So I want to know your guys' opinion. Being that this is your first virtual date, how, how is it different than going on a date in person? It's all you, Kyle. Ooh. Um. It's, it's hard to pick up on like nonverbals and like, I feel like I'm such a, like a vibe person. So I really need to like feel the type of energy someone's like bring in. And so anything virtual, you never really feel that uh, you can try to and like, but it's, it's a lot more like appearance and like what's said, but you know, you, you, you lose, I think the most important parts of trying to understand and like know someone. Yeah. You yeah. Yeah, I think you can have, it's really easy to have like good banter when it's like not face to face because it's like you feel a little bit more comfortable kind of being yourself. So it's really hard. Yeah, like you said, to pick up on like someone's actual vibes and like the chemistry that you would feel if you were like around somebody. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like our world right now. And it's crazy yeah. how quarantine or social distancing has shifted dating. So do you feel like it's harder to date now or do you feel like it's almost positive like a positive kind of dating atmosphere now because it's not as physical physical I think it's I think it's harder for me because I'm more of a physical person like I need to feel like a connection to somebody I'm not one to just be like on bumble like oh you're attractive like that doesn't really 
do it for me, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's harder for sure, actually. Yeah. yeah. You, Kyle? Uh, it's definitely harder, yeah. It's, what was the question? How's your experience? Like, how's your experience now dating in our new world? Like, in our new. Oh, okay, yeah. So, I mean, Hinge is okay. I think there's it's there's a lot more people on it, but what's Hinge? It's like a it's Bumble, but it's better. You have you have to kind of do a more like complete profile. You have to like answer questions. I don't I don't think I've ever had a dating app. I've never been big on the whole dating like I'm like old-fashioned like I feel like people should meet somebody and there's just like an instant chemistry I'm with you on that. you know yeah I feel like I feel like quarantine should make everything stop like I don't feel like it's fair that in a year from now like I have to age another year but I wasn't allowed to like be around people like I feel like everybody should get to like pause and then we'll just like pick it up where we like left off kind of thing. I like that. If it's like right? six months, like your birthday will just shift by six months. So instead yeah. of being like a March like, baby, I'll be still a... be 31 when we come out of quarantine. Like I won't be 32. All right. So being in quarantine or having social distancing, dating is kind of like you're in a long distance relationship. So uh, Kyle, you said you've been in a long distance relationship before. Uh, how, how is being in a long distance relationship? Uh, it takes a lot of work. Cause like just to see that person, it takes like a, you know, a whole mission to see that person. So by the time you're there, like your, your tanks a little more on empty than, you know, figuratively in, I guess, you know, your car, is that yeah. a guess too, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It just depends. It Like it, I think eventually you have to come together at some point and be yeah. close. Yeah. Well, how about you, Alice? Have you ever been in a long distance relationship? Pretty much every relationship I've been in has been long distance. Really? So, yeah, which I guess that's why I'm single. But um, it's for yeah, it's hard. Like I travel a lot, so I find I meet people when I'm traveling, and then it kind of creates a relationship. But it's it's definitely hard in the sense that it's like when something is happening for you in that moment that you don't have somebody there with you. And I think that was always the most challenging part of like a long distance relationship for me was just like being able to have that person there when you really needed somebody and it's like kind of different to just like talk on the phone or call somebody. And like you said, you have to make an effort to go and see each other and connect with one another. And if there's a time difference or whatever it might be. So yeah, I mean my last, I think my last relationship, my boyfriend was in the UK. So it was like eight hour time difference. And so definitely, yeah, it's, it's hard for sure. Yeah, I think I think even though we are social distanced at this point, there's always hope, of course, that it's going to be relieved at some point and we'll actually be able to meet in person. But I do yeah. feel like there's a lot to be learned by having like a lot of distance in our relationships, not only romantically, but also in our friendships and our family as well. Um, I feel like you tend to want to hold on to people a little bit tighter and appreciate those relationships just a little bit more because, you know, you never know when they're going to be taken away from you. We're kind of experiencing a little bit of it being taken away from us right now. All right, so the beauty of uh, video meetings is that technology happens. And that's something that's really funny about, like, virtual dating is that you never know what technology is going to grace you with. So we have Alex back on FaceTime. So thank you for joining us, Alex, on FaceTime because your Zoom did not work. Yeah. Um, so traditionally what we do with down to date is at the end of down to date, we have you guys put up flashcards that say if you guys are down to date or not, but because we don't have the luxury of that, um, I'm just going to ask you guys 
like flat out. Um, would you guys be interested in going on a date and actually having the chance to meet each other in person? <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I mean, I think it might be kind of hard because I think you're in LA and I'm in Canada, but if we weren't in COVID, then yes, I think so for sure. Yeah. I, think, I think it'll have to be a post-COVID plan. <laughs> when the airlines are open again. Yeah, exactly. Right. Hey, Hopefully until, soon. Until then, Alex, you know, you've had a lot of long-distance relationships, so, you know, Kyle, you've had one as well. So we'll see what happens. I'm excited. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. I'm excited to see what happens with all of this amidst all the craziness with the virus. Um, stay safe, and thank you so much for joining us on Down the Day. Bye-bye.